Welcome to the divide with Mike and Corey. Hopefully our disagreements one day bring us all together. So stupid. So, so corny. And so I hope our disagreements bring us together. Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, we're here in the FNA studio live. This is the Divide with Mike. What is up, everybody? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. We're looking a little different today. <laughs> this is our first Halloween episode of the Divide. This is. This is. I'm excited. Me too. It's our first holiday. I like the Buzz Lightyear. Thanks, man. Did you know? Trivia fact, since you and Bert are Disney people, did you know Buzz Lightyear was inspired? The character was it from Buzz Aldridge, the uh, the oh, NASA yes. space guy? No, but I also know, like, uh, I didn't know that, but now I do. Well, I made it up. So, I mean, it could be true. I have no <laughs> I, idea. I think it sounded that, good. That makes sense, right? right? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I don't want to be sued by Disney for getting anything wrong since Disney sues everybody for everything. So I, I want to kind of stand back off that. Also, you're addicted to that Challenger documentary on Netflix right now, right? <laughs> so Being good. So good. It, yeah. I mean, it was messed up, but it was, that's a good watch. If you, if you guys are on Netflix and you're just, you know, you want to watch like a, it's a four part documentary all about the Challenger explosion back in 84 or 86. It was 86. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good watch. It's completely messed up. Like so angry at NASA. But way, way to start on a positive. There note. we go. Yeah. That's a, hey, that's oh. what we're all about. Hey, here's some positive things. We have some new things in the studio. Uh, I did say FNA studio, right? I gave them a shout you out. You did not. Yes, oh, I did. did. I think you I did. did. I did. did. So we're live did. from the FNA studio. Uh, we were talking to Chucky earlier in the week. Right. Uh, he's booked a couple of, of events based off our recommendations. So right, right. guys, are, we can't recommend them enough and we'll, we'll keep doing it throughout the whole show, but it's easy. All you got to do is call FNA, shoot them a Facebook message, pick their brain. They're, they're really responsive. They'll get back to you. And during these crazy times, uh, especially with COVID up on the rise again, making a comeback, they'll, they'll be able to work with you and your needs to kind of get through any event because people are tired of hiding, hiding in their houses. They, right. they want to, you know, we're social human beings we want to be able to branch out a little bit nah. speaking of which halloween is saturday are you are you taking your your kid trick-or-treating uh, my no we will not trick-or-treat uh we will be throwing candy at bypassing trick-or-treaters uh <laughs> we'll might... be anticipating the candy they're not just not going to whip it at them yeah no we're that's i think what's most frustrating i get it's a personal choice but like, make it easy on me. I want to know that either nobody is coming to my door or I have to get up every once in a while to give kids candy. Like, I, I just really want to know what I'm doing here. I wish someone would make the call like in the town that I live in and say, hey, no trick or treating. Right. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how much candy to buy. I bought yeah. two bags. I hope it's enough. I don't know either. Like, you know, you go to some parks, there's no kids. You go to another park and there's too many kids. So uh, the one thing I do know is that uh you know, I, I don't want to be a part of a super uh, a spreader uh, situation. So we will give candy out. We are not taking candy in. Um, so I guess I'm a part of the problem. I don't know. But what I do know is uh, speaking of COVID, it's on everybody's mind. Uh, I was on the World Series. That's why they created a bubble. Uh, anybody who knows, if you don't know by now, the Dodgers won. Uh, where Brooklyn at, right? And uh, so they won. Uh, but it wasn't without any controversy. Um, you know, uh, the fifth inning, Blake Snell got removed. Uh, I think it was a boneheaded move. The guy was wheeling and dealing. Um, he was. He only gave up two hits and one run when they removed him. Right. But. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the other thing is, uh, it's the reverse Matt Harvey. Uh, Met fans witnessed it. Matt Harvey was kept in one one batter too too much. And honestly, like that was the demise of our not not that it it, it was a similar game. It was game five. Well, game I six, I feel like it it's you know they they got cute. Uh, they definitely overmanaged the situation. The, the you know Tampa Bay did, and I'm more inclined to forgive them. I mean, it it, it was all or nothing. Uh, you know, for Tampa Bay, they were their backs were up against the wall. So I can't really blame them for pulling the trigger. The Matt Harvey incident. 
he was having a heated conversation saying, I'm good to go. I'm good right. to go. And then he stepped on the mound and he was not he good was to not go. Good like to go. He, yeah. that, so, no, there was no go for launch after, uh, after the eighth inning for Harvey. Uh, but Blake uh, was animated. He was upset. Uh, you know, and speaking of, of the Mets, Noah Syndergaard turned around on Twitter and said, when do you get to take the manager out of the game? Like what, when is that a decision? Like, let's pull the manager. Uh, so, uh, Noah's been known for his social media antics. This is awesome. I think the whole world was thinking that. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and we talked about this when we were talking about when, when the Yankees were playing Tampa, some, you just let the players play. That is their job. Do your, you know, I trust them to do their job. You know, you, these managers, I feel like they make these decisions and they just like, they, they overanalyze everything just to kind of, uh, secure their paycheck almost like just right. to make it, no, no, that you still need me. You right. still come on. Do we you need know, baseball managers? A computer can do the lineup. Right. Like, give me a break. You know who didn't do their job? Who? The MLB and the COVID testing. Turner. 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 Turn two. Just redheads, man. There's nothing good that comes out of these gingers. They just make poor decisions. <laughs> That's right. I'll alienate some of our fans. Uh, oh my God. I'll say it, but uh, what did Birds make it a cut? Corey should use the leftover candy he has stashed in his windowless van. Oh, oh, Bert, that's, that's a not good idea. funny. That's not funny. I don't have a windowless van. Right. Technically, it's a sedan. It's not, it doesn't really count as a van, but still. <laughs> um, Look, no. So, so uh, back to MLB COVID uh, mess ups, F ups, we'll call. Right. So now from what the, the situation is, Turner tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. He was not with his team throughout uh, the game, but then he was seen. He was spotted afterwards, hugging members of his team. He took. He was in the team photo. Right. He did all of that. Uh, so who messed up here? Uh, I I gotta say the MLB because they knew of a, a potential um, false negative on Monday. They let him play and they retested him again. Granted, it was a bubble, so they were probably like confused how he got it right right um and god bless justin turner i mean honestly like he gave away so much food uh products to people during this whole covid pandemic when we're all shut down so i don't think like he honestly would uh put people at harm but his actions are different than the person in march uh and we'll talk about that uh, you know, um, so was it confirmed? It wasn't a false positive. He was actually COVID confirmed they, or was they, it still they in the finally air? confirmed him COVID? I guess the news broke and they turned around and took him out of the game in the eighth inning. And, you know, honestly, watching the game, you're like, oh, that's a bizarre move. And then once you found out it was due to COVID, you're like, oh, snap. And then the other issue was, so it was because of COVID, but then also he's back on the field. You know, the, if we're going to go by logic, mm-hmm. why the damage is done? Why are you taking him out in the eighth? Right. L- leave him in. And, right. and to, to go back to that, everybody who, you know, up in arms that he went back out there. The, first of all, they just won the world series. So right. not much matters. You right. saw what happens when the Eagles win a Super Bowl in Philly and cars are being flipped and lit on fire and stuff. So we're going to, you know, judge this man because he's out celebrating with his team when he was just with his team hour prior. So I, uh, I don't care. Celebrate (laughs) with your team. There's no other way to put it. Celebrate with your team, man. It doesn't matter. Two tests. One was unreadable. The second came back positive. That's uh, what we're finding. Right. And, and yes, uh, uh, you know, dangerous, you can harm others, but at the same time, the damn to, to me, the damage is already done, especially in that bubble. You're still close with the people you're playing with. Agreed. I don't think he did more harm than he could have than already. he could have already done, at least with the people he was playing with. Now, I don't know about the media personnel or anybody that was there on the field. Right. Obviously, right. he posed a new risk to them, to which case we'll sh- shame. We'll shame him. But I, I dude, I don't care. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, there's one athlete I think that I can name and I can't even name his name. 
but there's one athlete right now that's going through coronavirus that that is hurt. But those managers, coaches, everybody else, like, I mean, there's a picture of him next to the trophy and somebody wrote uh, the, the World Series trophy is tested positive for COVID. And it's, it's actually probably the funniest meme going around. because The flags all, aren't even flying anymore. They're no. all just that half mass. That, oh, that was messed uh, he's, he's definitely hugging that thing. Uh, but And his manager, too, like, you know, he's, uh, he's right next to him without a mask. So maybe I would have done the same thing if I was Turner, but I would have at least worn a mask. Well. Right. I don't know. Does the mask even matter anymore? I mean, here's the other thing, too, is uh, the season's over. Baseball season is over. You know, so the, the final get, strike party. And get so corona. that's, you know, I'm again, I'm going to th- I'm going to throw them a little bit of rope, cut them some slack uh-huh. because they don't have to wake up and play a game in a day or two. They can go back. They can quarantine in their houses. They can separate from their families if they have to and get better from there. Right. Some people are still out partying. Mm-hmm. Then their season's still going on. Well, their season was over before it started, but their season is <laughs> still going on. Right. And if you don't know what I'm talking about is I'm talking about those gentle giants, the mm-hmm. disappointment of the East, which by the way, we'll talk about, and I'll bring up NFC East and, and NFC West, uh, shortly. But, uh, it was seen that both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley were maskless, uh, and a night out in New York City, which kind of surprises me because New York is pretty strict on their mask rules, but. Right. Most stores like little bodegas aren't open yet. Well, bodegas are look little right. shops aren't open yet in New York. And they're like, Hey, maybe you could uh, have your merchandise outside. And it's like, what? Like, no, it's going to be 50 degrees out. It's going to be negative zero in like two freaking weeks. We're not going to shop outside. You idiots. You know what so, I miss? Not yeah. to interrupt this. I miss like walking around New York city and like seeing the guys and girls sell bootleg DVDs. Yeah. Because everything's streaming now. Like, there's no place. Like, whatever happened, they're all jobless now. Right. What president is fixing that that job? What 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 president's fixing that, Mike? No, no mayor. No, no bootleg governor. DVDs. Yeah. No bootleg CDs. Nothing. I don't know, man. Nothing. That's a whole industry shut down by these pioneers for streaming. Now everybody will go out and spend eight bucks a month on Disney Plus. Right. We'll spend eleven bucks a month on Hulu with no commercials because you guys are rich. I they, guess they took out the middleman. Like, they did. I, why don't? Well, I guess it already exists with those pirated uh, streaming services. But I was like, why don't we make the digital version of bootlegging? <laughs> it's already there. It is, but there's it no is. experience. My my future children are going to grow up not knowing what it's like to haggle for bootleg DVDs. Right. To go see, hey, hey you got Shrek? Yo. It's five bucks. I'll give you two bucks for it. But also coming home and there's nothing on that DVD. <laughs> I know. They won't so, know the pain. Right. Well, oh. well, uh, apparently on the Giants... Um, might Daniel Jones might know the pain. So the no, Giants, he knows pain. Yeah, have not confirmed whether or not they. It sounds like they're not going to do it now. But they they were considering benching Jones for his actions, his maskless actions. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, which actions are they benching right? him for? <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. Uh, but look, like yeah, uh, awful, awful uh, game well, last week. Terrible. And you know, um, listen, when you go through the scenario, Saquon season is over, but Daniel Jones, I mean, you want to be the face of this new team. You want to, you know, act serious. You're getting pounded into the ground. You have like, granted, it's not all your fault. You have the worst O-line in football or one of the worst O-lines in football, but you know, I'm not going to tell you to not enjoy your life, but when you don't have a winning season, you shouldn't be out partying right. with or without mask, like stay indoors. Agreed. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing for the city. Agreed. And uh, uh, Barkley, like, isn't playing, right? So, like, that's your pride and joy. Uh, Mike Miller saying they should bench him for his record turnover numbers. I, I agree, yeah, that, that without a doubt. Forget the turnover. Let's talk about, like, look, that was an awesome play. And if you were dumb enough to have him on your fantasy league, maybe it's a two-quarterback league, or maybe he was on your bench and you were tied and it goes to the bench. But um, him not get scoring that running touchdown, like that's devastating. And and it was just he so- hit that so quick too, man. I've never yeah. seen him move so fast. He's got three hundred pound men chasing him after every snap, right. and then he just descends to start, just uh, decides to start running for twenty two miles per hour down the field and trips. Mm. I mean, that's not even it. I mean, all the blame can't be put on him. The organization's kind of in turmoil right now, but. Yeah, I mean, stupid decisions. And but the question you were asking before, before I interrupted you, Mike, was: uh, Have the Giants done anything about this whole mask list debacle? Right. I, I think the answer is no. 
unless you know something. I don't know anything. It's not right. like my Buzz Aldridge fact, fake fact that I gave you <laughs> earlier. Um, I, I haven't even seen, you had to point it out. So it didn't really make major headlines. And we live in the tri-state area, which is surprising. I, here's my thing, my take. They're not, you're, you won't see it. Yeah. You won't see him fined. And the main reason is because no one's paying attention to the Giants right now. Right. If this was Patrick Mahomes, oh you'd see God. a fine. Yeah. If this was Drew Brees, you'd see a fine. If mm. this was Cam Newton, if this was Tom Brady, insert, right. you know, big name here, you would see a fine. Well, but it's Daniel Jones and Saquon, Saquon, who is out for the rest of the season. You're not going to see anything about this. Um, and unless, right. Unless people on the Giants, team members of the Giants start going down for the old COVID. Uh, is that what you were going to say? Yeah. We're I, supposed to disagree on the show. I don't really know. Why. No. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think that would even stop it. So I am no? disagreeing. Yeah. Because uh, a bunch of teams uh, effective uh, a few hours ago have had players that have tested positive for COVID and guess what didn't shut down their facility. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. 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 Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. I figured this would happen. I just figured it wouldn't be reported. When the NFL started up, and we've been talking about this, it was quiet for, what, three weeks? Yeah. And then it started popping. I thought it'd be quiet all the way to week 16, right? and you wouldn't hear anything until gonna, after the fact yeah, that people were concealing it. So if, I just think we're getting a little bit better at uh, hiding some numbers, but um, the show is going on. So I look, I'm telling you right now, man, I, I feel energized. Not even the show, the practicing. I'm, I'm energized. I'm, I'm fully awake i'm ready to do this thing i was dragging i know you had a rough couple of days i, did, I, did. I was dragging today felt like friday all day in our area it's been raining for what seems like the last 2700 days but no. it was just dreary but i i got a boost and the reason we have this boost is right in front of us we got some bones we got some bones we got some bones i'm not talking about my current attire which is hot right now this is like velvet i gotta i was thinking about i'm that, man. sorry like, i gotta your balls turning, is hot turn into a sexy skeleton real quick yeah I think that's why you wore that, man. You're just like, we're playing shirts for skins. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I, I, this is, I'm, I'm starting to, to sweat. I'm going to be looking like a skeleton underneath this. So, What's up, Anthony? Um, we got Bones Coffee in the house right now. We hmm. said last week we'd be doing coffee sponsors from here on out. So we got to give Bones Coffee a shout out. We got three different flavors in front of us. We are drinking S'more Time, which smells delicious. Mm. I would say it's a medium roast, medium blend. But it's good. And I, I drink my coffee black. Mike's got a little bit of almond milk in there. Yeah. But I wouldn't change a thing about this. And what are my other options here? I have uh, blueberry, which kind of smells. Oh, my God. This smells mm. like blueberry pie. And what do you got? Uh, Cinnabon. Oh. Which, uh, but it's sin like you did it. You had a sin. Like you went partying and, without your mask. And then O, like the letter O. And then a bun, like your buns. But also like Bones Coffee, like it's very Halloween-ish, uh, and uh, it is our Halloween thing. So we reached out to Bones Coffee. If you want some Bones Coffee, it doesn't matter where you are, go to BonesCoffee.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, you could order it. They ship it to you fresh. Uh, you could get it um, already ground or in, in bean form. So And they got crazy. The cinnamon's great. I've had it before. Uh, this s'mori time is this, awesome. Yeah, and the s'mori time. So smooth. It's almost like, honestly, I feel like it's something bad for me because it feels like, it tastes like hot chocolate to me. I, I think they call it bones because I, I feel like I have caffeine in my bones right now, man. I'm like, I'm like ready to go. Yeah, this is so good. I'm, I'm ready to go and I'm, I'm ready to go for this fall, man. Like I, I get it. It's been raining in the Northeast for the last couple of weeks, but man, I got a fire pit outside. I'm jacked up. I just bought some furniture off of Wayfair. And uh, I was super excited that it wasn't a kid. Um, <laughs> so look, like it's just it's it's been a great fall, and I I just can't wait to make it better. Uh, you know, I, I'm convincing my wife right now as we speak to do a little like camp. Uh, uh, we're gonna uh, Halloween. We are coming to your house. Yeah, it's and gonna we be a good time. Gonna light up a fire for a little bit, but uh, I want to do that for Thanksgiving too. So thank you, Wayfair, for the actual furniture and the child. <laughs> Oh, God damn. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I love this weather. I, I like, you know, lighting the fire out back. Halloween is going to be fun. Yeah. That's why I didn't know if you were taking anybody trick or treating. Uh, but I do. I want to draw like a little basketball court, like right in front of my house mm. and just tell kids you got you got to stay in the paint. 
stay in the paint <laughs> and I'll just shoot. I'll just shoot threes into your bag. You can rebound, pick it up off the ground and get moving. But we, we got to stream something where we uh, are throwing candy at some of these kids. Yeah, tossing. We'll say tossing. If we say uh, throwing candy throwing. at children. I, I have a kid, so I can say whatever I want. That's true. Yeah. You know, my driveway has got a little bit of an, it's kind of like a pitching mound at the top. It's got right. a little bit of an angle. So I feel like if we, you know, do like a batter's box, yeah. we can do that and just, you know, tell it just. Also speaking of Halloween, like I have a kid. Halloween, I think cats. And have you noticed uh, there's been like three reports of cats getting COVID? Is, is there it, really? Yeah. Is that going to change anything you do in your personal life? God, no. I don't care. You know, actually, you want to know the <laughs> fucked up thing? Here we go. First curse Where's of the, the day. Cat, dog? Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. I, I have cats. I, I have a wife who had cats. So now I have cats. So you have your own cat. Here is, I do have it because she brought home a stray and I was a sucker. But here, here's and the craziest thing. Pee Wee Perman. Okay. Pee Wee Perman. I mean, <laughs> the so listen. Here's the craziest thing, and I don't I I don't know how many enemies I have, but apparently I have one diabolical one because I've had this random number. It's got an a Los Angeles area code, but it's every day at 723 has been texting me cat facts since Monday. So which one of you assholes signed me up for a cat facts test? Oh, that's text? Jay. That's Jay. That's 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 got to be Jay. I've that, tried everything. I've tried replying stop. I've tried replying unsubscribe. <laughs> I've tried. They just sent. Here's here are the facts for the last four days. In case you guys want to know, the first one is female cats tend to be right pawed, while male cats are often left pawed. Mm. So I thought someone was mess messing with me because I'm a lefty. So I just wrote, oh, thanks for the useless facts, thinking some sort of banter was going to go. And I was like, oh, hey, it's so and so. I changed my number. Whatever. Nothing. No response. Then the next day was purring does not always mean happiness. Purring could mean a cat is in terrible pain, such as during childbirth. So I was like, okay, I just kind of left it alone. I didn't respond at all. I didn't want to, to, to bait anybody. So then the next day at the same time, it said the same thing, uh, a different fact. Catnip plant contains an oil called, I don't know, something which does not, which does for cats what marijuana does for people. I guess that's cat the catnip. Catnip is the marijuana of the cat world. Okay, roll it up. It's that 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 dank of the cat world. Yo, it's the sticky icky so of the cat world. So if you run out of alcohol at your house on Saturday, I'm gonna you're gonna bust out the catnip. <laughs> I'm gonna store some <laughs> nip, bro. Some nip. Give me some nip, gunny nip. Gunny and then I got nip, another bro. one just as we were sitting down to do this. It's just, dude, whoever signed me up for this is a monster, oh. and I applaud you for it. But you're a fucking monster. Well, um, speaking of monsters, we got a monster deal for everybody who's sitting at home. We like drinking coffee on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, debut without it. further ado, the Divide Live coffee mug. Show it to them. There it is. Oh, oh my God. They're both sexy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Get our coffee mug because it comes in both colors and we, we care about both sides. Mm -hmm. of this divide mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that's um, live now in our store uh definitely pick some up coffee has gotten me through this pandemic and let's be real what's drinking coffee out of if you don't love your mug so no, buy a mug you love yeah and you got to give us a shot you got to give us a shot shot of coffee i guess uh but uh look it's it's exciting uh thank you germ uh for our producer behind the boards uh for not only creating that graphic but also uh, uh on cue with that uh, so that was so pretty. So look, we're we're excited for this mug. Uh, we hope all of our followers uh, or dividers out there will will enjoy this mug and and think of us in the morning while they're having that cup of joe. Um, look, but let's get back to sports. Let's roll through it. Yeah. Let's roll through it. We're we're energized. Here we go. Uh, Cohen De Blasio. I'll let you take this because you're the Mets guy. There's a feud so, going on right look, now. I, I'll tell you right now, Stevie Cohen. Like uh, I. <laughs> Sat on this network and I was so excited, um, more dressed up than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> so excited that this boy was coming to town. Uh, I still think he's coming to town. Of course he's coming to town. Mr. De Blasi clown uh, does not want him here. And it's uh, De Blasio hates millionaires. He's a clown. Uh, there's nowhere else nice way to say this. Uh, he's trying to make something about him. He should be focused on the pandemic. He should be focused on the businesses that aren't being hurt. He should also be focused on on the, his hospitals and making sure if there is an uptick on this COVID that he they're ready for him. But instead, no, no, no. He's he's calling the the man fraud uh, Manfred and asking him uh, to please reconsider consider this and and putting his two cents into an ownership. I don't care. Listen, the, De Blasio. 
even if you're right about Cohen and he got his money dirty or or he did it um, the way uh, the Wolf of Wall Street dude did, um, it doesn't matter. You didn't, he's not arrested for it. He didn't. He still has the money in his account. Right. No one's. He's. No one's trying to take it away from him. Right. And so you can't say that this guy one day might be put up on charges. He has the money right now. He can buy the team. Like legally, he has the money. Right. And then the second thing is, do you not recall who our owners are right now? The Will Ponds. Yeah. A part of the Pon- uh, the, the Ponzi scheme. The Ponzi scheme. Along with Bernie and all them. Like, give me a Where break. people were arrested. Madoff did not make off with our money. Well, he made off with it, but now he's making off and or jerking off in jail. <laughs> but uh, l- listen, like, I am beyond. Uh, it, uh, I cannot understand. Well, what's uh, the beef? Like, what? The, that's the question I have, Mike. Like, where's the beef? De Blasio is is scared for what? Bil- he hates billionaires. Number one. Like, I, don't, he, I mean, I only hate him if uh, they. I can't even say I hate them. I'm jealous the, of them. The, his last hatred kept Amazon out, and for personal reasons, I was glad the company I work for and care about uh, would have been affected if 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 they if Amazon was in New York. So I am glad that he made he pulled that. Uh, out of out of New York, but right? what's what's the um, current threat of Cohen? Like the, the threat is that they think that he's going to be indicted and charged, or, or that the money uh, that he has in his account wasn't ethically giving to him because he's a billionaire. So here's here's my take. I get all of that, but the problem I have is it's like De Blasio's so worried about this, but so what? If that happens, what he he has to turn around and sell the team again. This is a team that had right. multiple suitors. They had right. they had a Rod wasn't it was interested along with three or four other candidates that all put in a bid for it. So it's not like. Like Cohen was the first and only guy to make a bid and get it. So what's what's the issue? I, so, I just don't get it. I'm, right. So I I think the issue stems from the fact that the the one um, the mayor of Queens or whatever you want to talk, call her councilwoman. I, I I don't know her her. She was also a journalist. She's new. She was newly elected. She wrote a piece, a hit piece about how A Rod was screwed out of becoming the Mets owner. And that uh, Cohen like bullied his way through it uh, by finding out their bid, and and uh, you know uh, the Wilpons were quick to just agree to Cohen's deal and not A Rod's deal, and A Rod didn't get the counter right. and all this other stuff. De Blasio is also fans w- friends with the only guy who voted no for Cohen's ownership. Like, granted, the the technically the the votes happen tomorrow, but everybody we know where they're voting, and this guy's voting no, so. Uh, honestly, like I, I don't know what to say other than like this is a last minute push, maybe for A Rod to get this ownership, and uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. And That's and not. at this point, if it happens, it's embarrassing. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know if you were getting married to a girl, and then like I ran into the 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 church and said, "Stop, I love her." Like the family's still gonna, the family and friends are still gonna hate me for ruining what you guys almost had. Yeah, I... even if I get the girl. It but, makes no you know, sense to me. So it, it just sounds like de Blasio is trying to make some noise to scream I'm still relevant, or maybe he's trying to do it just to show that he actually still has some pull when it comes to other things yeah. other than barely running his city. So, so City Field does have a clause, and uh, um, Bert's letting us know right now that uh, the mayor can step in, de Blasio can step in uh, and uh, say no um, if they feel as though it's not good enough for New York city. I don't understand what argument would, how people would say it's bad for the city. You know what I mean? Like mm. Bill is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn right. He is. He is yeah. Uh, that's why people are moving out of New York by the hundreds. Yeah. They're, they're like cockroaches when you turn the lights on, like mm. New Yorkers are getting out of New York and it, a part of it is the Blasio like, and yeah, he's okay. He has the right to say no, but there's, there's no bad thing that can come out of new ownership at this point. Give it a year or two, and then you can watch a decline. But new ownership is always a good thing when it comes to a club, Agreed. unless <laughs> unless you're Mike Piazza. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Germ, we apologize. I just want to jump to this real quick, and we'll talk about Jeter hiring some new Yankees. Um, but you had sent me a story uh, earlier mm. about uh, Mike Piazza in 2016 buying a uh, a soccer team over in Italy, and his whole goal. <laughs> was to really uh yeah was to really get back to it right so um i i i was wondering how did that fail 
so miserably for him for Piazza. Look, I here's here's the one thing I could tell you because you're not supposed to use your hands in soccer. So the only thing I can get is Piazza came in and he was like, no, 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 no. You crouch down real low and you put your hands out like this, <laughs> and you just catch you just catch the ball when it comes to you. That's it. Um, That's it. Uh, the the funniest part is we were interviewing Cliff Floyd with the network and and we were talking about Italy and he's like Mike's not going back nope no time soon Mike's not going but back. that was in the height and that we, was in we like were March thinking, but we were thinking because of their COVID numbers right and uh, a lot of love to Italy but Mike's not going back the real reason Mike's not going back is Mike's not in, uh, allowed back right now <laughs> uh, they took a red eye out of there so the sto- the story was. Um, Back in 2016, Mike apparently had uh, the. They named it a midlife crisis, but he had this love for Italian football or Italian mm. soccer. So he bought this soccer team um, that is well known in the. Forgive me, I don't even know the area of Italy. Mm. Um, and his his it was having some financial issues. He bought it. They had this big parade. He promised that there's no more financial issues. He's going to bring back this program to where it needs to be. And then cut to three years later, the program is bankrupt. Um, the city doesn't even have a soccer team anymore. There's another uh, city that owns the rights to a new team in the area. Right. And it just, it all went south. It was a hundred something old franchise. It uh, would have turned a hundred this, this year. Oh, geez. Yeah, please. this year. Listen, like he's a baseball player. He's in New York. He's Mike Piazza. He's not, you know, the, he actually he's a Philadelphian, but, uh, you know, you could buy a car from him there. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing is we were just talking about Billy Bean last week, right, making the transition to soccer and kind of saying like, "Oh, well, Billy's been kind yeah. of researching that for a well, while. He, he should, should do, do good. exactly what the opposite of what Mike did." Oh and, God, and I think he'll be fine. Um, look, uh, there was this awesome. Go on YouTube right now. Maybe we'll cut it up with this. But he's banging, yelling at the government, not giving him the 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 financial gains he needs, but also like a stadium and stuff like that. So I felt that. Maybe he was sold a bag of goods. You know what I mean? And he, yeah. like you said, he was in over his head, uh, more heated than I've ever seen him. Uh, more heated in this interview than he was when Clemens threw the bat at him. Oof. So um, my partner, Corey, likes to to read ahead of the list. So I he, apologize. Was, he was jumping ahead because he knew I he saw my notes and he knew I was coming after Jeter. I was coming at him hard. Uh, look, I'll take yeah, it. if every year's COVID, Derek Jeter and his Marlins will be a playoff team. Other than that, peace <laughs> out. Okay. Derek Jeter's a freaking joke, man. He, he got rid of everything that was Florida Marlins. I mean, this is a team from 1993, uh, and you pretty much just demolished them. And now it's, now it's the retired Yankees. Uh, it's exactly, it's so New York. It's not even funny. You retire and go to Florida. That's what you did. That's what every New Yorker does. That's what every Jerseyan does. That's what every kid that grew up in the 90s and swears they love the Yankees. No, it's trash. The Mets are going to destroy them. They will never be in the playoffs again. Mark my words. The Marlins will never be in the playoffs again. Ever. Ever. That's they're, a bold they're, That's yeah. a bold comment. All right. Um, that is. Uh, I'll, 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 we, Mike, listen. Mike's still mad that they took the fountain or whatever the hell that awful thing was out of center field <laughs> yeah. in that awful uh, stadium. They Look, felt they and, felt more Mets back then. Like it felt like oh, there's a like we're not the worst team that has something <laughs> in center field. <laughs> I I I think uh, m- m- going back to ownership, the the Marlins will continue to be the Marlins until you get some some newer money in there. Remember, Jeter's only a part of that, and he's trying to structure it the way the Yankees are structured without that bankroll. And it's just not yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen. And I love Jeter. I wish Jeter would have stayed in New York. I would have loved to see him on the coaching staff there. Um, but I I don't know to to say that they'll never make the playoffs again. I think that's a bold prediction. It is a bold. I think it's, it's a bold prediction. It's a little bit of emotion. I'm also upset. Derek Jeter, as 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 most people know, uh, just hired a bunch more uh, former Yankee staff yeah. members. So uh, look, it's it's Yankee 2.0. He's trying to make his own thing. Uh, Bobby V did it to a lesser extent when he joined the Red Sox. They had a lot of ex Mets uh, in 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 their in his on his squad. Uh, so. 
rightfully so, you're going to go with people you know and you can trust. But so. I think that formula works. I think baseball does it the right way to where mm-hmm. they they bring successful people with them. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like at least in this area with football and Adam Gase and the Jets, I feel oh like they've just been passing the trash. Right. Like there's uh, there has to be some sort of unwritten rule in football to where if you've ever held some sort of coaching job, regardless of how shitty you've ever been for whatever team, you can just be given another chance in a different city. You see it with uh, Mike McCart- McCartney, McCarthy, whatever his name is in yeah. Dallas, um, Adam Gase uh, in New York. It's just like it's ridiculous. If they couldn't hack it or they started to decline as a head coach in some other city, why on earth? Like and if I'm a salesperson, why on earth would I ever? Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Michael, what's wrong? I got Tabasco in my eye. You got what? Tabasco in my eye. Tabasco? Yeah. I don't even see Tabasco sauce here. It was on my hand. <laughs> oh, it burns. It burns. Oh, my God. Oh, that help, was. Help me, Buzz. <laughs> help me, Buzz Aldrin. So... <laughs> that was such a solid acting job. I was like, oh, shit, man. Something really got in his eye. Really? It's ruining, ruining wow. the show. Wow. Um, so this is how Cowboys this is, this is. Um, Cowboys, uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Mike Nolan was put on hold during a conference call this week because he got Tabasco sauce in his eye. It was on his finger and it was in his eye. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but he, when I read that, you know, have you ever seen something so stupid? Oh, here it is right now. Here's a clip. Oh my God. There's the wipe. There's the wipe. Oh, <laughs> immediately in the face. In the oh, my God. Dude, that is so great. Oh, oh cut the mic. God. Cut the mic. Oh. Yes. Germ, that was perfect. Yeah. I, I, it, it happens, I feel like, more times than not in my adult life. But I'll watch some shit like that, and my brain immediately can't even process just watching someone at a higher level job. This is something, you know, to me, mm. that's a job that I personally can't do. But then I watch someone do something as stupid as that. And I'm just like, uh, where, where's my resume? No. I'll, I'll go work as a defensive coordinator. Like not to mention we're in the middle of COVID. Right. Wash your fucking hands. Right. Exactly. You didn't even, if it was, I would have said it was sanitizer. Like the minute, <laughs> yes. the minute somebody knew. Lie to me. Mike. Duh, and I've gotten that in my eyes and it's, burns mofo but uh look uh the the other thing is speaking of pros speaking of people that can do stuff that we can't uh ab antonio brown Mm -hmm. talk about the man of of seven thousand chances uh you know he he's teamed up again with tom brady ironically the last quarterback he played for uh has once again i mean it just seems like if tom brady wants it he's that that dude that chick from willy wonka what's her name uh, that wants everything and she gets it. Oh, uh, I want a golden goose now. Not Augusta. Veronica. Veronica something. Vaughn? I don't know. Veronica Vaughn. Four hot. I don't know. Want to touch the honey? Okay, so. Um, uh, that would that would be Violet Burgard. Oh, Violet Burgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Way to be. Oh Violet. Violet. The go- like she, she choose the gum. Yo, he also like, or no, that was the one with the goose. I no, want the goose. It felt like germ just came out from the sky, like, from the heavens, man. Yeah. That was beautiful. Okay. Germ's been assisting us this entire show. Yeah, but he, so here's the scariest thing: is we, the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers have already been scary this season. They've won the last four of their five last games. Brady's thrown for over 1,900 yards. He's got 18 touchdowns on the season. He's on pace for close to a 5,000-yard season right. if he keeps on throwing into the playoffs, which he probably will, and over 40 touchdowns. That's what he's on pace for. Mm. And that's without Antonio Brown. Right. That's what it is. Tom Brady is uniting the Avengers. That's exactly what he's doing. Well, like, how many too, more dude. pieces can you can you put in Tampa right, right now? The reason why the NFL, like, let's be real. The NFL is soulless, right? It doesn't matter who you are. I feel like if Hannibal Lecter could run a 5-4, they would consider what his disease and eating disorder. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the NFL right there. Like Hannibal Lecter, that's it. you know what? He's a good guy. He like, just like he needs he his just, protein. He yeah, needs his he, protein. He just, he's got a different diet than you. Like just deal with if it. If he was vegan, yeah. it wouldn't even make the news. But like, no, yeah. So AB is gonna get a thousand more chances after this until he can't do it. Uh, he's gonna get the opportunity to do it. And I'm a fan of him. I, I mean, I sat there with germ in Brooklyn arguing over this whole helmet thing. And then when he froze his feet or whatever, and, uh, just, you know, the whole, uh, his kids wondering where, where uncle Ben was, uh, Ben Roth. Yeah. I, you gotta um, wonder what's going on, but you know, behind the cloth behind, you know, the curtain mm. with a B cause he, he did just take a turn and it just seems like one bad thing after another. Hopefully this works out. Hopefully, hopefully this works out. Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, Brady will be happy. Antonio will be happy. Everything works out for Tom Brady. Apparently. Like there's, there's not one thing. It's going to work out. Like, you already know the storyline. Congratulations. It's going to work out. Like, you know, the only time I rooted for Tom Brady is honestly when he was playing the Eagles. And guess what? That didn't work out. Oh, the like, Philly Philly, yeah, man. The first time I needed you to work out, Tom Brady, you did not work out. So let's just stop rooting for Tom Brady. It seems yeah. like every time we root for him, he just uh, disappoints us. That, so you just got to yeah. stop. Stop rooting for Tom. Nice hands, Tom. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's, let's keep it moving. Let's actually, one thing I have to mention uh, on our table of swag today, mm. and I know you were super excited that this came in. I was so excited. Um, and you can't tell with Mike's wearing the whole buzz outfit right now, but on our table, we have, it's the ghost shaver, right, Mike? Yes. And our whole little Halloween theme, it's, it's perfect. It's called the ghost shaver. The box is shaped like a coffin. It's, a, it's really cool packaging. It's probably mm. the most creative thing I've seen in a while. But this thing, this thing, I don't know if you can see this on it, but it, it's, it's designed for, for Let your head. Let them hear it. I don't even know how to, oh. I could shave uh, this microphone if I wanted to. Yeah, that sounds It good. just sounds smooth. And it's, uh, you know, like the best part, and at least for you, is you can grip it a couple. I'm not there yet for shaving right, my head, right. but you can grip that a couple of different ways, whatever you're comfortable with. It's got a longer handle. Right. You could, yeah, you got all these different angles. You could go, you could just go to town with this thing. I, I'm just telling you, 360 pivot. Uh, it's, it's an awesome thing. It looks like a ghost. If you look, that's, that's where it's got its name. So the handle is very, uh, ghost like <laughs> but uh look it, it's it's an awesome awesome shaver it sounds great 79 dollars uh you, you could dm us for exclusive deal on it but also uh, if, if you just want to go to amazon.com and, and write in ghost shaver uh this thing will change your life yeah but definitely dm but dm us we'll we'll set you up we'll give you a good deal uh, for more details, but we, we recommend the ghost shavers. We ju literally just got this before it just came in before we came down here. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to, Mike, you're gonna have to do a little review on that. We will, boy. we will, we'll do a nice uh, review. Absolutely. But, uh, hit us up for that special deal. And, and even worst case, if you forget, just go to Amazon. They, they got them there, but mm -hmm. thanks to the guys from ghost shaver that sent us. Uh, we couldn't be happier, man. Keep sending us a good thing and, and keep doing well. Yeah. Let's very, go. Um, very fitting for Halloween. It is very fitting for it's all coming together. Mm. I'm drenched in sweat underneath this i'm not even going to pretend to lie to you between the coffee the caffeine and and just going a mile a minute i'm you know who else sweats cheaters yes and cheaters you know do. you know who knows a cheater a cheater a cheetah a cheetah a derek cheetah hey hey <laughs> easy Give me so, my um if you're referring to the former gm of the houston astros cheater hmm. i don't care what that man has to say he's an idiot hmm do you want to give him the breakdown? You want me to give him the breakdown? No, you can. All right. So I don't know if you've seen, uh, there was finally a sit down meeting with former Astros GM Jeff Lunhow, um, after the whole cheating scandal. And I'll give you the spoiler alert. He blamed everybody but himself. That's what cheaters do. That's exactly what cheaters do. He even went mm -hmm. as far as suggesting that the Yankees are cheaters because only a cheater knows a cheater. Mm, that's what cheaters do too, which Right. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it doesn't. And not, I'm not angry because he accused the Yankees. I mean, look, you can make all the accusations you want. If the proof's not there, the proof is in the pudding. You, you saw, Bill Cosby said that. You saw that with the Red Sox uh, dude that was pissed off that Beltron beat him, right? Uh, during the London game. Yes. And he's like, wink, wink. Like, yeah. Uh, well, because he thought smart he was a baseball mind. 
Yeah, he thought he was untouchable yeah. and that no one would connect the dots. Right, it's ridiculous. Like, well, here's and what what cracked me up about this whole interview is Lunhouse still says how his employees hid it from him and he had no idea and no way, I can't believe I I don't even understand why I was fired for this. I guess I was made to be the martyr. Oh and it's like God. it was your lack of action is because when all this came out, you didn't fire anybody. No. And you're yeah. still complaining that some people that were definitely cheating are still working for the Astros organization. Well, that's your fucking fault. You didn't fire anybody. <laughs> like, really? don't you can't play dumb and be like, well, no one told me. And then when you find out, not take any action. I didn't know who told yeah, me. What? Who yeah. did? No. <sighs> Cheaters? No. Like, give me a break. He just made every excuse in the book. And of course you knew. Your team went from shit to playoff bound and winning World Series, and you had no idea what happened? You just thought their bats mysteriously got better? Like, give me a break. That's like uh, Batista, uh, you know, um, hitting uh, uh, home runs and everybody saying, oh, no, he just fixed his swing. He, he's not juicing. <laughs> Bullshit, he's not juicing. Right. Give me a break. They were caught cheating. You got to be kidding me. And then you're mad that you got banned from baseball for a year? Like, come on, man. Take take it on the chin like a man. Would you like enough already? Agreed. Like, I, you know, I, I have to agree with you there. But also, like, I can't help but notice there's a guy in Miami that all of a sudden's winning and maybe he's cheating. Just saying. Throwing it out there in the universe. Uh, cheaters, no cheaters. Derek Cheater. I mean, you can't um, tell me. Hold on. <laughs> this has to be addressed. Let's pause. All right. They had... <laughs> How many new players step up because of the COVID because outbreak? Of the COVID, they accidentally got good. I, I agree. Okay. <laughs> they accidentally got Just good. So. I agree. Like, Unless uh, that was their plan all along. Uh, oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Enough of this. I don't uh, want to spend any more time on this cheating piece of shit. No, you can't you can't play the victim anymore. Let's let's talk about a team that's neck and neck with each other. Oh like, god. Mono we mono. Yes. Like two teams that you're like, I just, they're the subway series. Oh my god. God, like baby. flip a coin you have no You're, idea no what idea. the outcome of the game is gonna be I, I, and if you couldn't guess i picked one i'm talking about the broncos and the chiefs <laughs> i can't even get it out it's yeah. so stupid again another moment where you read something so <sighs> profoundly stupid and you just wonder why it even hit print or mm. why anybody even typed it up right. so after the broncos chiefs game uh, offensive tackle of the Broncos, Garrett Bowles, just basically said uh, that regardless of the outcome of the game, he still feels that the Chiefs and the Broncos are neck and neck. No. Yes, yes, the neck and neck Chief and Chiefs and Broncos, the uh, two and four Denver Broncos and the six and one Kansas City Chiefs are neck and neck. I, I feel the same way about me and Tom Brady, yes. me and Brad Pitt. Or even like me, I'll even say me and Colin Jost. Who oh. just married Scarlett Johansson secretly yeah. took her oh. off the market. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Us two guys are neck and neck. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Weekend that, that weekend update like must have just Yeah. I'm funny. Scarlett, I'm funny. Right. I we mean, I we can have those green screen graphics. Yeah, too. Seriously. We can have a whole bunch of writers uh, write our jokes for us. Yeah. Well, we had that. Oh, uh, that was a different show. Never mind. That was a different show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh who? man. Yeah. Who? Who? <laughs> who? Help me. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> we just took the fucking Jamal, owl off Jamal's, the table earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamal's actually down on the stairs, just yelling down from us. <laughs> oh my god! Um, well, here's one. I'm always looking out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so Germ, stay with us. Last topic from one asterisk to another, or so Pat Riley says. Um, it came out in a recent interview and it turns out that he, Pat Riley said he was misquoted, but the original quote was Pat Riley believes that the Lakers 2020 championship deserves an asterisk. Now, Pat Riley, who is, I think he's, he's GM or president of, um, uh, the heat, right. Um, germ before you even heard the rebuttal, I'm asking you, come on now, should there be an asterisk? Uh, no. There should not be an asterisk. Do uh, you think, as an avid basketball fan, it was harder to win an NBA championship in the bubble than it would have been if the season continued like normal? No, but I do think it was easier for the Lakers because they faced the five seed in the East. They dodged 
a, a bunch of teams due to bad matchups. It's probably LeBron's easiest title, but there's also no home court advantage. There's no traveling. There's no fatigue. So, right. all right, so cool. Now I'm talking myself into it. Yeah, it was easier. So there should be an asterisk. Yeah, okay. I, I can ride with that logic. Like, at the end of the day, you still got to play the games. It's a seven-game series. So I don't want to act like, um, you know, that that it was just a, like – the games didn't matter, but there's a lot of things that were taken out of a normal playoff series, uh, mainly home court advantage and travel and fans dealing with away fans. LeBron has a history of not being able to handle those those situations well. And uh, again, you're a LeBron hater. Yeah, I was like, even that? I thought but, you were- yeah, yeah, no, fuck LeBron. But so it's uh but even without that, even even if even if the Heat won it, it would have been the same thing. It, I mean, I guess it would be okay, more impressive. If- I'm glad you said that. I'm glad because mm-hmm. I honestly didn't think you would because the Heat having two of their star athletes get hurt for the first game and they came back later. So Pat Riley said he was misquoted and went back to stay, say that the Heat deserve an asterisk because – uh, their guys were hurt, hurt, which right, doesn't, that, that doesn't happened. make any sense. Though. No, no, no. He was absolutely shitting on LeBron James. Like right. he just, yeah. but you're not allowed to say anything against LeBron in the media. So he's forced to backtrack things. I also find it ironic that he convinced LeBron to come to, I mean, he's got a bunch of championships because of LeBron. Well, because James. LeBron up and left him. Like he, yeah, he, that's it's known, it's yeah. public that he, de- he despises LeBron because LeBron pretty much picked up and was like, nope, I'm going back home with no explanation. He waited till the last minute and mm-hmm. he just did it. Yeah. Well, but- it was really because LeBron wanted to be so like one of the main things, right? One of the main stories that came out of that was that Pat Riley would not give LeBron extra courtside seats for LeBron's mom and family and friends, like his entire posse, you know, like it just, it was one of those things that Pat Riley was like, if I got to do it for you, I got to do it for everybody. So, and on on one hand you would be like, well, that's LeBron. LeBron isn't everybody. But if Pat starts making concessions for him, you know, you have two other star players on that team, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. And then he has to think about the star players he's going to have in this generation, you know, Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of true, but I don't, I don't really agree. Like you think Jordan had his own office separate from the rest of the locker room where he would get changed separate and all that other stuff. He had unlimited access to everything. So I guess there's that argument. You got to appreciate what Pat's done over there and also like, uh, rebuilding after LeBron. Uh, so I mean, they were in a championship. I, I would be, they played a textbook on it. Mike, you're absolutely right on that. Pat Riley, because of LeBron, like, and this was the Cavaliers problem for the longest time. LeBron comes in there and he forces the front office to give out bad contracts. You think Cleveland's happy with those Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Max deals after he left. And so the Miami Heat didn't have a first round pick for the next two years after LeBron left because he was making them you know, waste their money and trying to build around that team. And then, you know, they stuck with their coach. They didn't fire their coach, even though they did a bunch of losing and they drafted, they waited for their draft opportunity. They made a bunch of smart moves and, and now here they are. So good for them. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, that, that's pretty much it. I, I don't think it deserves an asterisk because it was a full season. Uh, I thought he was going to go under the realm of, uh, deserves an asterisk because, they had that six man on the court and that six man was Kobe. If you want to go seventh, the seventh was Gigi. Uh, I feel like it was just meant for I, everybody wanted the Lakers to win. And I'm glad they did, uh, you know, and, and, and that one was for uh, Kobe Bryant and his family. So uh, that that's my take on it. It's Halloween. Uh, enjoy, but be safe. Get uh, yourself some bones coffee. Get a shave with your ghost shaver. All right, sit down, enjoy the holiday. Mm. You can, you know, play a good old uh, whip candy at kids as they ride by your house. And we're like NASCAR. Get, get, get married from Fresh New Angle. Yes. Like, have some bones coffee. Pretty sure we're just gonna have a drop down. You're not gonna see us. It's just gonna be a whole bunch of advertisements. Just gonna have commercial breaks soon. We should. Well, from the Fresh New Angle studio, <laughs> that wraps up this week of the Divide. Happy Halloween, everybody. Be safe. We will see you next week. This is Mike Corey. Um, Welcome to the Divide with Mike and Corey. Hopefully our disagreements one day bring us all together. So stupid. So, so corny. And so I hope our disagreements bring us together. Yeah, I do. Shut up, Corner. Hey, 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 I'm just
Gator, don't play your shit. You, you feel me? This is the divide.